You are listening to the Healthy Leader Podcast with Tracy Fisher, episode number 41. Welcome to the Healthy Leader Podcast, where it's all about optimizing your health, energy, and performance for your mind and your body. And now, your host, Master Coach Tracy Fisher. So do you ever get the feeling that your own brain is going against you? Yeah, me too. <laughs> and the great news is that means that we are both totally normal. And then the even better news is that we can absolutely 100% do something about that. Now, sometimes your mind is your absolute best friend and other times, not so much. It can actually be your worst enemy. So for example, when your brain just reminds you that you need to prepare for an important presentation, it's acting like your friend. But when it wakes you up at two o'clock in the morning and you're feeling really anxious about the slides and the bullet points and whether or not you're going to be able to do a good job and it starts looping around the potential for failure and all the consequences associated with that, your mind is no longer your friend. It's just generating negative energy and it has no benefit or redeeming value for you. That's not friendly. And sometimes we do not even realize that we are doing that to ourselves. We don't realize that we are sabotaging ourselves. But what if you could become aware of that process and you could stop it dead in its tracks? And then not only that, shift your brain back into being supportive more often. What if you could do that? Well, if you could do that, then you would have self-command. And you would be using self-command to experience less disappointment, frustration, anxiety, and guilt, and experience more creativity and fulfillment and excitement and curiosity. And basically, the bottom line is that you would be happier. You would experience more positive emotions than negative emotions. And who does not want that? And on top of that, having self-command also means that you are following through more, that you're moving towards your goals consistently instead of floundering or feeling stuck and taking one step forward and two steps back. And when we are able to do that, we are not only improving our own performance and our own well-being and benefiting personally, but those around us are benefiting as well. The people that you lead in your family and at work and in community, they benefit as well when you have excellent self-command. Now, oftentimes when we are talking with senior executives and leaders about their ability to self-lead or about their minds and their emotions, they don't really want to get into it. They don't want to talk about the psychological exploration piece. And I get that. And that is the difference between coaching and therapy and having self-command and learning how to use specific tools and techniques that go directly to building new pathways in the brain and building new muscles and meta skills. It's very different than diving in on a therapist's couch. And so today we are going to talk about self-command and how you can immediately begin to utilize your brain to have more self-command and to experience all of the immense benefits. So to dive in, I want to tell you that I'm going to organize this series. We're doing this in two parts here using a phrase that I learned in the military. And the phrase is command and control. 
Now, command and control is basically just like it sounds. It's a description of who is in charge, that's the command part, of the process of directing and coordinating and controlling a unit or a team or an organization to accomplish a specific mission. And we're going to use this phrase, command and control, to think about self-command and to improve your self-command. And we're going to first look at the command piece. Who is in command of you. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk more about the control piece and how we can take this command and integrate it in the world and make things happen. All right. So to start off with, the question is, who is in command? (laughs) Who is in command of you? Who's in charge? Who has responsibility? Who has the authority? Who is making your decisions? Who is leading the troop called you? And what we're really talking about here is your brain and what part of your brain is firing when you are taking actions. And the easiest way to really think about what part of your brain is in charge is to take a look at the results that you have in your life right now and see if those results are in alignment with your values and what you want and the type of life that you want to live. Are you at the weight that you want to be at? Are you as healthy and as energized as you want to be? Are you showing up and doing the work that's going to get you the promotion or to the board or to improve a relationship? Are you balancing your work with the joy of being alive and living a fulfilling life? And if you're not, then the wrong set of thoughts is in command of you. Now, (laughs) we have over 60,000 thoughts per day, and that is a lot. And research shows us that 80 to 95% of those thoughts are repetitive. I say again, pun intended, 80 to 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. That means that we are mostly on autopilot thinking the same things that we have thought for days, weeks, months, years. It's kind of like we're walking around not paying attention to even what we're thinking. We're just using our brains kind of as an automated computer to get us through life. And for sure, our brain needs to be automated at some level. We don't need to be thinking about where the keys are on the keyboard. We want to have that part automated. We don't want to think about the turns that we need to take to get to work every day. We want for that to be automated. So for sure, the automation is an important part of our life. But here's another statistic. 80% of our thoughts are negative. So we have a lot of automated, unconscious thoughts that are not serving us, that are not helping us to be the best version of ourselves. So I am not going to ask you to pay attention to every single thought that you have. But what we're going to do instead is shine a light on two main areas, two commanders, if you will, that are vying for control over our brains. And you can basically think of them as the positive commander, the one that is leading you towards your goals and supporting you and living your best life. And then the negative commander, that's those sets of thoughts that are not supporting you. So to frame this a little bit, I want to share a story with you about how I think about these positive and negative thoughts. 
So when I was younger, you may have heard me say that my nickname was Tracy Trouble. <laughs> and it was for good reason. I like to talk back. I like to push the envelope. And I just basically drove my parents crazy. And I got into a lot of trouble. I spent a lot of time in my room. I got my mouth washed out with soap. And my sister, Kim, who is only 11 months older than I am, she was my battle buddy. And we would do terrible things together. But she knew when to back out or to keep her mouth shut. And me, not so much. And I remember thinking, okay, maybe I really shouldn't be saying anything right now. I could see my mom giving me the look, that look where her eyes would kind of pop out of her head. And I would know on some level that I shouldn't say anything. But then I think, but it's just not right, or it's not fair, or she doesn't understand, or I just got to say this one other thing. And I couldn't help myself. I couldn't control myself. I couldn't control my body. I couldn't control my emotions. I could not control what I was saying. And of course, I didn't know this at the time. I didn't even know I could do it. I certainly was not controlling my thoughts. And so my nickname for this negative thought pattern, this negative commander is for me, Tracy Trouble. And I like using <laughs> this kind of silly nickname because one, it keeps it light. Two, it reminds me that this is a part of my brain that takes me down the path that I don't want to go down. And it also reminds me that these thoughts really don't know any better. Just like a child, they're not malicious. They're just old thoughts and beliefs and fears that don't serve me. And we all have a form of Tracy trouble in us. It's some smaller self, literally think about the word self with the small letter S self that is just looking out for our survival. And it's that part of our brain that's focused on protecting us and making sure that we have enough food for energy, for survival, or that we have enough sex for procreation, or that we exert dominance so that we can survive. And that part of our brain does not want to be told what to do. It's the part of the brain that resists change. It's the part of our brain that wants what it wants and it wants it now. It wants to stay comfortable. It wants another drink. It wants another cookie or it wants to tell that person where they can go stick it. And again, that part of our brain isn't bad. We don't want to villainize it. It's our limbic brain that's wired for survival and it wants to protect you. Okay, so that is one personality or thought system that wants to be in charge or in command of you. And I invite you to come up with a name of your own for that part of your brain that means well, but really has it backwards and is not supporting you at all. The second part of your brain that I want you to focus in on is your prefrontal cortex. And that's the part of your brain that is more grown up. It has your best interest at heart as well, but it's going to guide you using wisdom and education and your insights, and it's much more rational. Now, I've named that part of my brain T. Ruth, as in Tracy Ruth. Ruth is my middle name, and I realize that if I drop out the racy <laughs> out of Tracy, I get T. 
Ruth or truth. And so that's what I've named this higher prefrontal cortex part of my brain and the thoughts that go along with it. And I like this name because when I am thinking thoughts that bring me towards my highest self, I think, oh, these thoughts are the truth versus the other thoughts that Tracy Trouble is giving to me. And when these higher thoughts are in charge, it really is that part of your brain that's wiring that prefrontal cortex that is bringing you to your higher self or whatever you want to call it. When you are in that space, you are leading yourself and you feel like you are in control no matter what is happening around you, no matter what the economy is doing, no matter how many people have been laid off around you and what your workload is like, no matter how your kids are behaving, no matter what is going on in your external world. And you know people who have their higher self in command. They are the ones who stay calm and strategic when your biggest client says, you know what, we're not going to renew your contract. They are the ones who are not freaking out along with their child in the grocery store. They're keeping it cool and composed. They're the ones who are at the company dinner where everyone is feeling pressured to drink with the clients and they're saying, hey, no thanks. You guys go ahead and have a good time. I'm going to have seltzer water. Those are the people who are living in alignment with their values. Those are the people who have immense self-command and who are using their prefrontal cortex, who are using that part of their brain more often. So the question is, how do they do that? How do you do that? How do you, in the moment when the going gets tough, when people are pushing your buttons, when it feels like there's too much to do and not enough time to do it, how do you choose your harder right over the easier wrong? And what I mean by that is how do you do your right thing? The thing that will take you and the people around you, the people that you lead in the direction that you want to go, moving towards your best life or your best company or your best result, your best outcome, however you want to define that. How do you translate your vision into action in that moment? And how do you do that more often and more consistently? Now, in the next episode, I'm going to go into detail on some techniques on how you can do that. And before you ever can begin the practice of change and implementing it in the world, you have to be willing to look at what's currently going on in your mind and how you might be creating your own stress and your own anxiety and your own unfulfillment by not realizing who is in command of your mind and your brain and your thoughts. When someone comes to me to be coached and they are in distress over their health or relationship or their career, I, of course, first and foremost, listen with compassion to the situation. And at some point, in order to resolve that challenge and to begin to have immediate relief, there has to be a willingness to recognize the main idea that we, within our own minds, have this amazing capacity to look within and see how we are creating our own experience. Because all of our distress, our anger, our guilt, our disappointment, all of it is generated by our command center. 
And when you are aware of these two commanders, the higher self and the prefrontal cortex and the lower self and the limbic brain, then you can begin to strengthen one and weaken the other and implement your right action in your life. But you cannot do that work unless you are aware that they're there. And unless you are willing to listen in and to see what's going on in your own brain and to bring those unconscious thoughts to the forefront. And so what I want to end with is a tool that you can use to do just that. And the tool is called Outside In. Now, as you begin to use this tool, here is the caution. I want for you to do it with immense compassion and curiosity. Pretend that that you are an anthropologist and that you are studying this fascinating person called you. (laughs) And you are just noticing who is in command when you feel certain things and when you do certain things. And let it be a fascinating exploration. There's nothing that you need to do with it right now. There's nothing that you need to fix. You're just taking the moment in time to notice yourself and to see yourself. So this tool of outside in is to first look at your actions. Notice what it is that you are doing or that you are saying that maybe is not in alignment with who you want to be. So for example, maybe you are overeating at night or you are having one too many drinks, or maybe you are working beyond six o'clock and you promise that you are going to be home, you know, by 6.15, or maybe you keep letting yourself get pulled into an argument that you know is not going to go anywhere. It doesn't really matter what the action is. It just has to be yours and something that you know that is not in alignment with who you want to be. And in those moments, ask yourself, who is in command? What are the thoughts that you are having right at that moment? Just notice. And then the inside piece is in relation to emotions and noticing when you feel anxiety or stress or overwhelm or anger or even the positive emotions when you're feeling love or connection or joy or fulfillment. In those moments, ask yourself, who is in command? What are the thoughts that you are having? And then the final piece to this is as you are exploring your own actions and your own emotions and noticing the connections to your thoughts, Be on the lookout for the rationalizing mind. (laughs) And this is a very sneaky part of our brain that will try to project the cause of what you are doing or how you are feeling onto an external circumstance. It sounds like, well, they made me angry or he got me upset or that's what scared me or world events are the cause of my anxiety. This situation is different. It's not about me. It's about the world. Be on the lookout for that type of rationalization. Just watch for it and just notice it. This process is life-changing. When you are willing to go within and witness your own actions, your feelings, and your thoughts, and to see how they are related, 
an entirely new world opens up. When you're willing to take responsibility for your command center, you will automatically begin to feel like you are more in control. You will not be triggered by other people. You'll have a much broader perspective that lets you get out of the details of the saga or out of the drama and get to work and to move into the solution mode much more quickly. And as an amazing byproduct, you will start to feel better. You will have conserved your energy. You won't be wasting it on people and situations and thoughts and emotions that keep you stuck and feeling out of control of your own life. But in order to do that, you got to turn the light on in your command center. So go do that this week. Turn that light on and do it with that compassion. And I would love to hear what you discover. You can click on the link in the show notes and leave me a voice message. And I absolutely encourage you to also leave questions there because I will be happy to address them in the next episode. So do that. Do some self-command exploration and see who is in command in your life and begin the journey of taking control and creating the immense meta skill of self-command. All right, you guys, thanks for your time. And I will see you in the next episode. Hey there, if you are ready to take your well-beingness to the next level, come visit thewellness.coach where I've got lots of free resources and make sure that you type in thewellness.coach, not .com, and I will see you there.